Hi, Maiden Minx. I play Mitch on Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Cobra Kai Companion. Dibs on ass face. Welcome to Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter. And I'm Tom. And we're back with another interview. This time we speak to season two newcomer Aiden Minx, who plays Mitch, which is one of the, um, gosh, ass face and ass hat, you know, those characters. (laughs) It's kind of hard to point out because it's been a while since I've binged the show, and I've seen like, you know, episodes here and there preparing for our pod. I'm still I still don't recall if Mitch is ever mentioned by name. I am not entirely sure now that I think about it. I yeah. imagine he'd have to be, but I'm I wouldn't bet on it. You're probably right, but uh yeah, it's just one of those things, but uh, Aiden was a lot of fun to speak with. Um like Gianni, he shared a story about Monopoly, so we got to hear more about that and how welcoming, you know, the new cast was or n- not the new cast, but the cast was to new members. So, um, and we keep hearing it with every interview. This seems to be just a great group of people and very friendly. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely down to earth. Uh, they aren't taking their success too seriously, it doesn't seem. Uh, just seems like a really, really great group of uh, people. Yeah, Aiden shares, you know, um, stories about some of his previous work to include uh, working on the movie Ted and working with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, he also shares a fun tidbit of uh, having auditioned for a character from season one. So that's, you know, obviously he's a newcomer in season two. So we haven't spoken with anybody yet that was like, oh, I auditioned for another role. So that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, yeah, very cool. So uh, this is our conversation. Aiden? Yep. Hey, okay. how you doing? Awesome. Hey. Yeah, we got it working. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, you know, first off, I want to thank you for uh, giving us the opportunity to speak with you. Hey, no problem. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, it's summertime. Did, did you just graduate? Uh, no, I actually uh, graduated a while ago. I did the chess B, which is kind of like a GED. Or... Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's what it's called, yeah. Basically, it's a test that lets you, uh, makes you become legally eighteen, so you can work longer hours, don't have to go to school, all that fun stuff. So, yeah, well, you know, yeah. you said uh, work longer hours. I see that you have been uh, an active working actor for quite some time. Uh, how, oh yeah. <laughs> what, what made you get into acting? Me, well, I, it was actually uh, Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. Like that was my and my brother's favorite movies growing up. And we're just like, we really want to get into this. So then um, my brother, I was uh, like six or seven at the time. He, uh, it's a four-year difference, so like 11-ish. He started going to auditions for like agents and stuff. And then they would take me along with. And like, I'd just be playing on my Game Boy or something. And then they'd be like, oh, hi, Austin. Nice to meet you. Oh, who's that? And then my mom would just be like, oh, you don't want him. He he doesn't listen. He doesn't pay attention. He, wow. He's a free spirit. He, You're lucky he's wearing pants right now, which was a very true statement at the time. And yeah, it's like I was just like this wild child. And like 
I went up to my mom, like, that night. I'm like, or no, it was the next morning. I, like, woke her up. And I, like, walked in there. I'm like, I go, hey, so why don't you think I can do it? And she goes, oh, well, and same all the same reasons. Like, you don't listen. You don't like to. She goes, it might, might be hard for you to, like, have to, like, go do that. And I was like, no, I think I can do it. And, like, she was also saying, like, and you have to memorize, like, all those lines and stuff. And then I was like, I can do it. See? And then I performed my brother's script that he was doing for the agents, like, right in front of her. And I never had the script. My brother just, like, said it. Like, he read his script, like, and would, like, perform it a lot. But, like, only, like, two times, like, I actually, like, sat there and, like, listened to it all the way through. And then I was able to recite the entire thing to my mom. She goes, okay, how did that happen? I go, and I told her, like, oh, I had this dream where, like, a notebook, like, a notebook fell from the sky and, like, the entire script was written on it. And I climbed all the way to the top and I read all the words all the way down. And, like, I recited the whole script for her again. And she goes, okay, we're going to call the agents then, son. I got a meeting with an agent, and then I started just going on auditions. That, that's pretty amazing. You know, uh, I, I feel your mom might have done, like, a little reversal psychology yeah, on, on you, you know? Because I, I have a son <laughs> yeah. about your age. You know, she might have been like, ah, yeah, I don't know. You know, this doesn't seem like your kind of thing. And, you know, yeah. I think, yeah, as a kid, you're like, oh, I'll, I'll prove you. I can do this. So, yeah, kudos to you. <laughs> Damn, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, well, you, you know, yeah. That's, I, I am a parent, you know, I got four kids, so uh, I, I try to do a little bit of that. Um, but uh, Tom here is a big Star Wars uh, fan himself. Um, oh, yes. Which, uh, what would you say your, how about, what is your three favorite Star Wars movies, since there's so many of them? Gosh, um, it's been, like, such a long time since I've, like, seen them all the way through, but, I like, definitely, like, I loved the one where... What is it? Return of the Jedi. With the um, Ewoks? Yeah, <laughs> Return of the... Yeah, I love, love the Ewoks. <laughs> and, like, green's my favorite color, so, like, I just really liked that black suit on uh, Luke Skywalker and his green lightsaber. Like, that just, like, looked like a really, like, badass okay. setup. But, uh... And, uh... So, Return of the Jedi, um... A New Hope, and then I... It was... Is it the... Is it the Empire Strike ba- Strikes Back? It was the last of the... Uh, the, the prequels. That was the second. Oh, you're thinking uh, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that one. Oh, was oh the prequels. That's right, right? Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Um, I, I like that I one love, too. I like the prequels a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, that seems to be a thing with the younger generation. They, I mean, that's the ones that they grew up watching. You know, so yes. so I, I can see that for sure. Like the new, like new ones, not not really my thing, but like the originals and like the sequels, like those ones are my favorite. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, season two of Cobra Kai talks a little bit about uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, is that something you're into? I, I got through the first season, but like the thing is, I was trying to like watch it with my brother. So like he was just like, "Oh hey," he goes, "Don't watch any more episodes without me." And he was just never had the time. So it was two. So I only got through like the first season. Oh, that sounds familiar with uh, my wife and myself. There are a lot of things that we want to watch. It's just a matter of lining up our schedules. Yeah, exactly. And like we made the mistake. My mom was like, "Oh, well, I want to get into watching it." So, <laughs> of course, we turned on like the one episode where they're all in the whorehouse. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the one guy, like the lady, comes up and he's like handing the chick to another guy, and she, he wipes the 
fluids off of her face and just hands them right over. They start making out with my mom like, we're trying to eat dinner. It just was oh, not a good no. night. That, yeah, Game of Thrones is not something you want to watch during any any meal because you never know what's going to happen. Or with family. Exactly. Especially not your mom. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you, you know, one of your uh, earlier works or... Yeah, I guess you can call it earlier works as uh, Ted. You know, this was a, a few years ago. You played Mark oh, yeah. um, Wahlberg's son. Uh, what was your experience like um, working uh, on that film and working with uh, Mark Wahlberg? Oh, that one was really fun. Uh, we we actually got to go to Boston and like that. Like, I when I was uh, younger, like we would like most projects I'd work on, we'd have to travel for it. And my favorite place that I got to go to was Boston. Like, hands down, like, that place is just, like, beautiful. Like, I love, like, all the food, all the everything. And the, like, it was amazing working on set because, like, the the director was Seth MacFarlane. He did the voice of Ted and, like, everything. And he would, like, direct in his voices and I would recite jokes to, like, his own lines to him, like, from episodes I've seen. And a really nice thing he told me is, like, he was, like, he was, like, he knew I was a little kid. I was very, like, influ- influenced easily influenced he was like hey buddy don't let family guy be your moral compass he go like and like that is not <laughs> that was something cool to hear from him but then uh yeah it was just such a fun crazy set uh when they closed down the ballpark crap i forgot what it's called the one with the green giant mm, fenway fenway park yeah when they closed that down to film the 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 end they were moving the cameras from the street into the building and then I was just out there with Mark Wahlberg, and like I was telling him, "Oh, my uncle's a marine," and like he showed me all these really cool tricks. And he goes, "Oh yeah, you want to try them out?" So then he we just started like wrestling in the middle. I got to wrestle with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was really fun. Now, um, when you got that role, what did I mean? What was your mom's reaction like? Because I would imagine she's familiar with him from either New Kids on the Block as the drummer or uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Oh no! Yeah, uh, it was like it was kind of funny because we didn't know what the project was. It just said Ted. Here's an audition, and it was like okay. So I went in there. My mom was like, "Because like the character description, it was something like completely like different from me." So like I don't, I don't remember what it was, but then my mom was just like, "Eh, just go in. You're probably not gonna get it, but just go in, have fun, uh, dress how you want." I'm like, okay. So put on these shark socks sweater vest like i i don't know why but i just like dressed like a whole damn fool but (laughs) i went in did it and i got the part and we're like oh crap this is with giovanni rubisi mark Wahlberg, mila kunis seth mcfarland this is crazy yeah that's a pretty good cast and i mean it's a great movie it spawned a sequel and um you know seth mcfarland is is one of my favorite guys he uh, also, you know, I, I think he also wrote it, but directed um, the, what Million Ways to Die in the Old West or something like that. And oh yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy that movie because I'm a big Back to the Future fan, and you get a little nod because Doc Brown shows up with the DeLor- DeLorean in one scene. So, oh, damn, I haven't. I like. I, I've only like seen like parts of it. I haven't seen it all the way through, but Oops. yeah, it's it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah it, it doesn't spoil anything for the story, but um, yeah. I, I feel people are pretty divisive with that movie. Either you like it or you don't. Uh, but I, I quite enjoyed it. My, my favorite part is the, they're saving themselves till marriage, but the wife's job is a brothel. <laughs> 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 um, 
Now, you have previously worked on another show for a few seasons on uh, Ant Farm, right? Is it Ant Farm or is it A N T Farm? I, I, it's not something Ant, I'm Ant familiar Farm, with. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. You you played the Ant Farm. Yeah, yeah. You, you played the character of Angus, and um, you were a recurring character for the first two seasons, I believe, and you became a series regular in season three. Yeah, yeah. That that happened. Um, originally, like Angus didn't exist. It was kind of funny. We. I was auditioning for Fletcher, and then they were like, okay, like, the other the other guy that was auditioning for was for, was Jake Short, and we were both auditioning for Fletcher, Angus didn't exist, and they are like, okay, we really like both of these kids, they go, we don't want to get rid of either of them, so let's just make a whole new character, and they made Angus for me, so I thought that was really cool. That is really cool, you know, that speaks to, like, your work ethics and, and you know, your talent, because... You just shared the story about you going to an audition as a tagalog, basically, and this is something you wanted to do. So not only were you able to kind of break into the industry as an afterthought, you, you know, you caught the eye of some people that created a character just for you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really like a lesson. Yeah, that's it's pretty cool. Um, you came on the show because you know we cover Cobra Kai. You're a, a new character. Uh, in season two, what did you know about the Karate Kid prior to you know getting the role and being on Cobra Kai? The funny thing was, like, I had not no idea about it. The first thing I thought they were talking about, like, the Will Smith's Karate Kid. Right. I didn't watch the. I watched that one before I watched the originals, and then because I had I auditioned for a different character on Cobra Kai actually like before for the first season um it was one of the bullies and oh, like okay. that's when that's when I was like wait they're making a spin off of that one I'm like that Will Smith like none of them are in this and, like I was looking at it, I was like oh okay there's an original one and I I watched the first one and I'm like damn this is really good yeah now y- you said you auditioned for a character uh in season 1 yeah, it was uh, one of the bullies, the one that calls uh, Sholo Rhea. Oh, Brooks. Yeah, the character of Brooks. Yeah, that one was kind of like uh, inspired by the character of Dutch, uh, as we as we learned. Well, speaking of that, uh, your character Mitch. Do you happen to know where that name came from at all? Not really. No. Yeah, so we found out from John Hurwitz on Twitter. He, you know, he does these Q and As every once in a while, and uh, he revealed that. Khalil's character, Chris, and your character, Mitch, are the two leads from an 80s movie called Real Genius, uh, which also oh, had two other actors that would go on to be uh, or have you know roles on the credit, in the Karate Kid movies. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, so it was, it was kind of a cool nod, Easter egg. Um, actually, you know what? Uh, I feel like maybe it was Josh Heal that revealed it in, in another interview. But he, either way, it was kind of cool to, to learn that, um, gotcha. to kind of throw that yeah. in there, yeah. So you audition in season one. What is it like for auditioning season two? Did you guys just kind of like, okay, let's keep an eye out for season two and we'll try it again? It, the thing is, like, they have to like make a character, and then like, I my I have my agents or my managers are looking for it. Basically, it's like Twitter. Like, there's a little Twitter feed for auditions, and like, it'll be like, hey, looking for forty year old Caucasian or African American this body style, this, like, you have to, like, find a description for your character. And, like, that, the original Bully and then Mitch were, like, the only ones that, like, kind of fit my description for for me to be submitted and go to the auditions. Um, 
the first audition, it was so long ago. I think it was actually a self-tape that I sent in, and I don't think any anything really went anything past that. And then I actually went in and auditioned for the for Mitch, and those ones went really really well. Like I I, I thought I had him laughing the whole time. <laughs> Do you recall uh, what the lines or the scene was that uh, you auditioned for? I remember that we we. It was rewritten like like originally that was supposed to be the spot that we first met Tori, Peyton's character. Uh, yeah, it it was it got rewritten. We still shot it, but then we ended up just like not putting it in. Um, yeah, I don't remember the exact lines, but yeah, it was just a funny scene about like me. It was me and Chris just like basically just like hitting each other mm-hmm. like with like elbow like hey hey you 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 knock it off no you knock it off I didn't do anything hey like that basically. And and that was about the time that uh, Tori comes into the dojo or something. That scene. Oh, it, it was actually like a beat scene. Like uh, one of the ball. Like we were playing volleyball. Someone knocked the ball too far. We try to go pick it up, and then Tori picks it up first. And then some lines were exchanged, and then she ends up like punting it into the ocean. And then we're we're just like mad at each other. <laughs> wow, that's... for arguing in the first place. That almost mirrors. The scene, the beach scene in Karate Kid. Oh yeah, <laughs> kind yeah, of. Yeah. yeah, where the cobras are coming down and Allie kicks the ball away, so you know Daniel isn't nearby, basically. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Allie with an I, Tori with a Y. So, huh, interesting. <laughs> uh, you know, perhaps that was just written for, for like auditioning purposes, but that would have been interesting if that was actually something that uh, they had planned but ended up uh, not using. Yeah, another little wink at the originals. That's always fun. Now, was this your first chance to play a villain? Um, technically, my uh, role in Ted, I was a villain. Um, like because like we we kidnapped the teddy bear. Like I don't I don't really think I was a villain. I think I was just like creepy. you ripped off his arm, didn't you? <laughs> oh yeah, his yeah, I ripped off his ear. <laughs> oh ear, that's what it was. Yeah, but I mean, there's no. I mean, yeah, you're a kid, and there's a lot of gray areas. But I would say in this context, you're definitely one of the villains. Uh, did you have fun in that role? getting a chance to flex those muscles yeah one of my one of my favorite like villainy parts was the mall scene like like the, the that scene kind of like broke all of our hearts like right in that one part where um yeah. dimitri tells uh uh hawk you would actually hurt me mm-hmm. like we like when we read that at the like at, we, we all read that together we were just like oh that kind of hurts <laughs> yeah it, I mean, and we just, um, or I, I just spoke to Gianni recently, um, you know, we had him come back on the show, and I was telling him the very first time that the season two teaser released, there's that moment where he's backing up because Hawk is approaching him very predator- predatory. Or... Predatorily? Yeah, there you go. So that word. Um, and, then, and then you are the one that grabs him from behind. So we had never seen you know, anything like that in season one. So, it, yeah, it was uh, pretty intense, the, the, the mall scene. Uh, what was it like filming the cement truck scene? That one was kind of fun. The The only down part about that day was how hot it was. Oh. And, like, that was the one day that we were all outside. Uh, one of the days. But, like, yeah, it was just, like, so hot out. But, like, they kept taking care of us, like, being like, all right, all right, scene's over, get in the shade, here's some ice pops. <laughs> But yeah, it was fun. Um, it was we were questioning it the whole time how the cement truck thing was gonna work out. But then like it was it was funny. They had a whole extra turbine like on the side that 
looked like the inside of a of a cement truck and it was actually like this weird like um facial stuff like for like acne and like masks like that mm. stuff it's just that powder uh mixed with water and they just fill it in there and it looks like cement yeah so like, we just walked in there it was so slippery in there <laughs> we all just kept like we were like actually falling the whole time <laughs> like we were like oh, doing or anything now uh, you, you guys aren't pushing that yourself, are you? Is it uh, does it rotate, and you guys have to? Oh yeah, it was it was motorized. Like, we could not get it going by ourselves at all. <laughs> uh, maybe one more cobra, and you guys could have done it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, what, what was it like working? Uh, you know, with some of the other cast members being a a newbie yourself in season two. Most sets, like, everyone's usually, like, to themselves or just, like, focused on bettering themselves or whatever. But, like, this set, like, everyone was so, like, it was literally one of the nicest sets I've been on. Like, everyone, like, is nice. They care for each other. They're all friends. They all invite each other to things. Like, the first night, the first day there on set, um, Shello and Jacob came up to me and they're like, hey, do you like Monopoly? And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> They're like, all right, cool. At Shola's place, we're playing Monopoly tonight. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we we just like we went uh, we went over there with it was me, uh, Khalil, and the guys, and we went over there. We we got pizza before. We went in there. We started playing at like ten, and we stayed up till three a.m. playing oh, Monopoly man. with these guys I just met. I I hear Sholo and Jacob don't like using ones. Oh yeah. <laughs> What is that yeah. about? Well, like, I, I, I am 100% behind it. Like, I agree with it. <laughs> just because, like, it's annoying trying to, like, keep up with the ones or, like, oh, yeah, I, like, I like the absolutes. Like, unless it's a five, I don't want to deal with it. It's, I think it's just, like, a time saver thing because, like, they like to play either fast or, like, they just like to play a lot so they don't have time for the little stuff like ones. Another thing about it, the Monopoly night, though, was uh, Jacob is kind of like an undefeated champion like he usually always wins except for one time when uh they are playing with mary mouser and she was calling out literally everything because like usually when we all play we would just like try to figure out like why is he trying to trade this and this with me how is that benefiting him or like what about this and then she, the whole time she'd be like no no no, don't trade that because then he'll have a full set and then he'd be like why are you talking <laughs> So yeah, Mary was the only reason he got beaten once, I think. Yeah. <laughs> this is funny that this is the second interview um so far that Monopoly has come up. Um I think <laughs> this is a missed opportunity that uh, there's currently no Cobra Kai edition of Monopoly. Oh yeah, totally. No, like we 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 got we we they just we just love playing Monopoly together. So like we would get all these different types. <laughs> Jacob even picked up a Fortnite version which is like completely different, but we still played it till 3 a.m. Had fun. It was great. Oh, that sounds like a uh, yeah, like a good time there. Yeah, there we go. Now, what? Uh, gosh, what is it? Coyote Creek? Um, I might be missed. Coyote Creek, yeah. Yeah, what was that like? Uh, and working with uh, Paul Walter Hauser, we had him on as well. Oh uh, yeah, it was cold. <laughs> oh really? Very, very cold. It was uh one of those like 5 a.m. call times basically. Uh, we went out there. I don't know if you can see it, but it was raining a little bit between scenes. But yeah, it was a lot of fun scenes because uh, we basically just got to do karate out in the woods. And um, Paul, he's like a super awesome guy. We would all we we 
would uh, sometimes like get dinner after like all his groups and stuff. And he was just like a, such a cool guy, like really awesome, like super nice, very humble. Love that guy. <laughs> oh yeah, he he was a, a joy to speak with. Um, you know, I, I've seen some of the work that he's done, especially the movie Beats uh, with Khalil too. Uh, oh yeah, a I, different. I, yeah, yeah, I, I finally. Uh, got around to watching that like it, it was it was really well done you know it was and uh i kind of joked that that is chris's prequel you know and then he <laughs> moves away you know changes his name um yep. from, yeah let's get away from the thug life yep. exactly yeah and then he learns karate so uh kind of like daniel moves across the country a little bit um now you yourself uh, have you taken any type of martial arts um I like, you know, like when you're a little kid and you're like, I want to do karate and like <laughs> you, you do it to like you get a belt or two. Um, but the only thing I've done like seriously is like kickboxing classes. So you're um, touring. Uh, oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it, it was like this uh, one place they would just like have these different stations set up. You would like be like, oh, OK, it was like it's a 30 it's 30 minutes nonstop. You're just going for a whole 30 minutes, but you can keep going through the rounds if you want to. And it's like two minutes for each station. You just like, all right, keep going, keep going, keep going, and then next, 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 next. And you just, it's like jump ropes, um, the tear bag for punching. You'll get to do sparring with the uh, people in there for one of the rounds. And then there's like the, the speed bag. And like speed bag, that was my favorite thing to do ever. And they actually put one on the set for season two, and like we actually, they actually had to take it down because we would all be over there, and I'd be like, "Oh, here, here's how you use like speed bag with like different tricks, like showing the guys." It was really fun because we would just be like banging in the middle of the scene. They're like, "All right, all right, let's stop that." Now, what kind of training did you have to do for this up for this season? Um, they didn't really like demand any training from me. They pretty much used my stunt double for everything they could but i would also like try to do everything i could on my own like i would be like they would have uh, our stunt doubles training us like showing us what to do like for the like for the impossible things like when i'd have to do like a flip or whatever like uh yeah oh piece of cake <laughs> yeah so like they, yeah they didn't really have me doing anything for training um basically i just show up to set my our stunt doubles would all be there and then they'd also like show us all the moves, and if we could do them, we would do it. And I, I would usually do it. What, what do you guys, uh, the the younger cast members, what do you refer to uh, Mr. Martin Cove? Do you guys also call him Marty? It's weird. I usually don't call anyone by their name. Hmm. I'm I, I I usually just like say hi or like bye, have a nice day, or good seeing you, good job, like all that. Or yeah, I think. Yeah, when we're talking when we're talking about people, we call him we call him Marty. Okay, so uh, what was it like working with Billy and and Marty on set? Uh, it was really cool. It's it's it was like cool getting to see their chemistry and stuff like how like how they're like so close like with each other, and they're just like buddy buddy the whole time. Now I don't believe Mitch has a scene with um. You know Daniel Larusso, uh, except for like the the point he marches into the dojo and has that confrontation, uh, which is yeah. a pretty intense scene. W- what was it like for you uh, watching that being filmed? Um, it was really cool getting to 
you know, like see that like almost like you, you would get chills. Like even though we were just extra, like like they were like just like all like in the background and stuff, like watching it, it was you'd still get chills. Like when they would do the scene, they'd get like really all close up in each other's faces, and yeah, it, it was it, it felt like a legendary moment. <laughs> yeah, pretty intense. Um, I think they they both do an amazing job. It's, it's definitely one of the more memorable scenes, and um, yeah, very emotional for sure. Yeah. Uh, can you talk about filming the big fight at the school? Oh yeah, it was uh, that one. Like, cause we, it, it was mostly everyone else that had like the huge fight in the hallway, and then it was it would be me and Chris like on our off on our own doing our own thing. Um, it was fun. They gave us some playrooms. Like I, I was like I was like, hey, what if I instead of just like appearing there i was bull rushing someone and i slammed him into the wall and i threw him away and then i started going after chris and they're like yeah that sounds fun <laughs> so yeah they 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 gave me like free room and stuff to like make suggestions and um the yeah the big fight like the the ending one where i get book whacked that was like a lot like that that was sweaty sweaty mm. sweaty sweaty <laughs> a lot of a lot of pre-stretching, like feeling sore after that, but like it was, it was worth it after seeing it, and um, <laughs> a lot of training for it too, because like we would m- mix up punches and like we would accidentally like actually hit each other, oh, like wow. when we were rehearsing. And uh, what was? Oh yeah, we I we surprised, we like we all got a little surprised, and like I mostly surprised myself, like when um, I did that crane like the kick to the face not crane kick that one kick where like it knocked him down and then he finally came up and hit me with the book we thought we we were doing the adr session we're like you know you have to for sound and stuff right we were doing the adr session i'm with there with producers and like we're like freeze framing and like slowly skipping second by second and we're like hold on is is that you or the stunt double and like it's the kick and like my one leg's on the ground and my other leg's like completely like straight up in the air (laughs) and then they're just like skipping like back and forth like hold on is that is that him or not and per se they're like no i think that's me and like my mom even thought they're like no no it's an it's an edit it's not really you and we just kept like going back and forth we're like no that's really me my leg got up that high and yeah uh, like i think it was um josh that was like well good to know we have that in the arsenal yeah, you know what? Uh, I I've seen the picture of you and your stunt double too. You guys look pretty similar. It, it, it's very much like that um, Spider-Man meme, you know, where he's pointing at himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was kind of like that. That was the first thought I had. I was like, wait a minute, I need yeah. to get some pictures. <laughs> that must be pretty surreal to kind of see somebody dressed exactly like you. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any insight to the the moment where Chris kicks Mitch in the back right there in the <laughs> beginning of the fight? Like, um, you know, was that something you guys talked about or is that? Yeah, I think that one was completely scripted or like there were like a few like kicks and swings in between where like, I don't know if I could really like this would like really make sense or like what if we tried this instead or like one of us would like have a hard time like remembering this one move and he goes, oh, here, just try this then. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, because like that's a lot more smooth. Now, um, did Khalil actually kick you in the back? Um. They would when we did the like full bodies where it's the two of us. Right. It would be me and him, and then uh, when it was like be over his shoulder, it'd be the stunt double, 
Um, and then when it's over my shoulder, it'd be my stunt double going against Khalil. So that way, like, yeah, you're you're constantly seeing someone, but not able to see the stunt double. But so yeah, I would usually get kicked in the back by Khalil or the stunt double. It's a pretty cool visual because I mean, it it looks like he really is kicking you, and I'm I imagine yeah. that you fall on a mat or something. Or no, that one I think I just swing right into a door. Do I? I think I like face plant a locker when he kicks me in the back. I think you're I, right. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Um, what were uh, some of? I don't know if there's any stories that uh, you can't share, but there is there any fun stories that you can share that maybe not out there that people don't know about? Oh, uh, when they <laughs> when they were coming up with our uh, names, they had they were just trying a bunch of different things, like when me and Chris first came in. And they're like, what do you think? Ass face or douche breath? Because like they didn't tell us, okay, here's the line change. They would go up to Jacob and whisper in his ear, okay, here's what you're going to say. <laughs> like before the lines, before the scene started. <laughs> and then one part, everyone, everyone, <laughs> except for the people who were, well, even the people who already knew about it, died laughing. He goes, so what do you think? R2D tard and C3 piece of shit. Lost. I can see why maybe that one didn't make it. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Now, I gotta admit, I was kind of surprised uh, when they let you do a little bit of improvisation uh, during the fight scene because I always kind of pictured in my mind's eye that everything was just like tightly choreographed and you followed instructions to the T. What other instances can you think of where they let you have a little fun, either in dialogue or in action? Yeah, I think it was mostly just like with choreography because we would like have different ideas about different kicks or swings or punches and be like, oh, I think this would be smoother or this isn't very like because like they they would have something planned out and then we would actually go to the location and they would have like just a handheld camera and we would rehearse the entire thing and we would show like John Josh and Hayden like hey here what you think and then it happened but then like we we would be like there like at the location like rehearsing it and yeah, we'd be there, like, rehearsing them, and then just see what worked, what didn't, and we'd fix it as it went. I I actually, um, you know, as we get ready to wrap up, uh, I have a few more questions, and I, I think Tom might like this one, too. Uh, the very first time we saw uh, Mitch and Chris in the teaser, well, it actually, it might have been a, um, a special scene that they kind of released, but uh, we see them at the dojo, and they're both wearing wrestling shirts. Are you a wrestling guy? I I haven't like I haven't watched them. I haven't watched any wrestling shows, but like I do have like favorite wrestlers like uh Randy Savage and um Andre the Giant. A few more I can't think about, but like yeah, those ones were pretty much yeah. So it's more the the old school guys. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, like because uh my one of my cousins had the re- old wrestling games, and like the, oh, the yeah. like we get to play as those guys. I I loved his Slim Jim commercials. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> oh, everything about Randy Savage is just so so memorable. I mean, the guy had an influence in just about any area of entertainment you can think of. Uh, he was in Spider Man, right? Yes, he was. Was it the, the first, first one? one? Yeah, Bonesaw. Yeah, he was yeah. Uh, Bonesaw. That's right. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, in the actual wrestling ring. Yeah. Right. Yeah, oh, okay. bone saw. Yeah, that's before uh, Peter Parker gets his real outfit. This is when he's trying to wow, get I money. Realize that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was him. Now, he probably didn't have the hat, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, it, yeah, no bandana, no sunglasses, none of that. Um, yeah, just regular dude. And, and even I kind of was thrown off, but the voice is definitely him. Mm-hmm. See, Tom, I know some stuff. I'm very proud. <laughs> now, uh, Aiden, um, you know, they are probably getting ready to finish up um, writing season three. Um, I'm sure you haven't heard anything yet, but, you know, we kind of know where Cobra Kai as a dojo kind of stands. You know, Sensei Lawrence pretty much gave it all to Kreese because Kreese basically stole it from him. Um, What do you think will happen with Mitch in season three if we see Mitch? I feel like it's mostly I'm mostly just going to be like sticking to Cobra Kai or being loyal to Cobra Kai. And um, I might. Because, like, it, it felt like that I was, uh, like, Hawk's side guy, like, side man or whatever. His heavy. hand man. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I, I was just, like, one of his, like, goons. So, I think if I if I was, like, going to be seen, it would most likely be with Jacob. Yeah. I don't know. Like, when I read the script, like, it almost felt like it was him. I don't know if I... But like, when, like, when I read the script, like, at the end of it, like, it almost seemed like it was hinting that, oh... Johnny Lawrence might like help um Daniel Daniel yeah like it almost like seems like that like he's like he's saying like oh you need to find a balance between karate and like your home life and stuff and he goes well I'm a, yeah so I don't yeah. know I just thought I just thought like oh well there's your balance you get bring him on if you're not still mad at him <laughs> yeah it's something that the fans would love to see obviously uh so that's a pretty cool insight there like we either want them to like kill each other or become best friends <laughs> both in the same episode too there, yeah. <laughs> well pretty much yeah tom i have one last question have you got anything else yeah uh i i was going through your imdb page and i saw that you were on an episode of the mick and i loved loved that show i think caitlin olsen is just a comedic genius i was wondering if you had any uh stories from that set that one was like a couple octobers ago uh it we had there's there's just like a funny moment in the car where like i think okay yeah because it was just like so late at night or something or like we were all just like a little tired and like she either told someone to shut the fuck up or she told someone like told someone to fuck off or whatever and like it just made us all cackle and laugh in the back seat and like we ended up like having to take an extra minute for the cameras to like start because like we were like we just couldn't stop laughing because <laughs> we were just like all so tired and we just like heard her just like she was like so nice and polite all day and all of a sudden it was like fuck off and we're all just like <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure that was well deserved yeah, there you go. <laughs> now, um, as uh, someone who started out uh, really young and, you know, you, you've been actively working and, and finding work, uh, what advice would you have for anybody that, uh, you know, is trying to start out and, you know, get into the industry? I'd have to say, like, you just got to find, like, an agent or a manager. Um, make sure to keep up with your headshots because if you don't have good headshots, they won't know who you look like. They won't be able to compare you to the roles easier. Improv uh, classes are very important because, like, it helps you uh, with facial, like, expressions. And, like, that that's, like, what I've heard from, like, every single thing is, like, 
acting is reacting. They could have anyone say lines. What they need is people who have emotions and expressions to make the situation seem real. Because like it, like if your if your dog died in a scene like and you just had a blank blank face, no one's gonna believe your dog died. Like, yeah. Like if you're crying, if you're like actually sad, like they're gonna believe. Oh, you just your dog just died. So uh, yeah, like just get the classes, get some headshots, and get an agent. And that concludes our conversation with Aiden Minks. And we want to thank him again for coming on the show and sharing uh, all those fun stories. Yeah, yeah, the kids. Uh, I shouldn't even say that. The guy's a pro. He he's a he's a man. He's an adult. <laughs> you know. He he's, is. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's um it's easy to forget that because they are kids on the show, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it was John Hurwitz uh, who said on Twitter one time that a lot of the characters are in their junior year. It will be interesting to see if if and when we get some of the younger cast members to see if they have any idea uh, what grade their characters are in, you know, B- because I, I think even like with Bert, people were kind of questioning like, wait, he's in high school. OK, you know, so we weren't exactly sure uh, about that because I, I don't think we saw. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, um, Bert was uh, at school with them in season one. Oh, maybe he's a. He could be a junior, maybe just a really short junior. But anyway, yeah, we had a good time talking with Aiden. And, uh, you know, we look forward to seeing Mitch return. So uh, if you guys want to follow Aiden on the social medias, we'll include that in our show notes. Um, Tom, do you do anything else that's related to uh, or not related to Cobra Kai? Oh, I do all kinds of things that's not related to Cobra Kai. But uh, oh. podcast-wise, uh, okay. you can hear me on a show called Jake and Tom Conquer the World. Uh, we've got an episode coming out probably within an, an hour or so of my recording of this. And uh, we're going to be having some more come out shortly thereafter. Awesome. Uh, for me, I do a retro movie review podcast called Podstalgic. Uh, Tom, you were on there and helped me review uh, the Karate Kid movies. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podstalgic. But for this show, you can find us on Twitter at Cobra Kai Pod and on Instagram at Cobra Kai Podcast. Uh, we have a great Facebook group page uh, where we share you know, the newest and latest content, whether it's interviews with any of the cast members that we find, articles, um, you know, fan artwork, things of that nature. We share it in the group. If you want to join the community, just go on Facebook and search www.cobrakai.com slash companion podcast. And you spell out the words period and slash. Um, I know it's a mouthful, but it's also in the show notes. So you can either click on that link or copy and paste it from the show notes. So that's going to do it for this episode. I want to thank everybody for your guys' continued support. And we'll see you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.